What is up, ladies and gentlemen of the internet? My name is Jade, and um, I'm back with Simon. Simon, how you going, mate? Oh, it looks like he's not even in his chair yet. Here we are. <laughs> Simon, good evening yep. to you. Good evening, Jade. You just caught me getting my safe space uh, ready for this stream, locking myself in my little cave. So, all ready to go now. So I did a bit of the promo um, this morning. Uh, mm -hmm. We're we're about to go we're about to go real real deep, and as you know, I'm black and I'm slow, and I I had to read that whole thing, and uh, you you're gonna have to walk me through it. But ladies and gentlemen, Simon has bought a real doozy this evening. We're gonna be discussing elite society, and essentially human slash sex trafficking and all the ins and outs around it i i um i said to simon just prior to coming on that uh due to the um thread that i've just read and i spent a bit of this afternoon uh trying to understand it uh i'm gonna need intensive counseling Simon, so, that, so thanks for that, and I'll send you the bill. Um, but but before that, I do have a question for you, Simon. Um, mm. Last night, there was the first leaders' debate. Uh, I will accept if you didn't see it, but if you did, who do you think won? I saw a grand total of about a minute of the footage. Um, no, I didn't pay attention. I didn't um, watch the whole thing. It didn't really interest me. It's just the two main parties. I didn't really. <laughs> I just from the premise of the debate, I knew it wasn't going to be of any substance. And all of the commentary I've seen on my social media space said that there was little substance from both sides. So I thought, um, I think I won by avoiding it. Nice. For me, just you. Just in terms of. Picking a winner, I, I suppose I'm going to have to give it to Judy. Uh, Judy actually spoke to some of the key issues. She, I actually felt like she had a plan uh, to address the the needs of our country. Uh, I I just felt she's stronger. I'm not a national person. I'm not a Labour person, but that that is my genuine take on what happened. And I'm just gonna, I'm noticing we're dropping frames, so I'm gonna do what I did last week. And hopefully we'll get some CPU back. Uh, I, I love the fact that I'm dropping frames because I'm building a strong business case uh, to be able, be able to buy a new PC. So I'm not complaining about that whatsoever, but I gotta get it past Hannah. Anyway, before, before we get into what Simon has for us today and i've still got a migraine about it we do have a question of the day and simon of course you're here so you'll have the first opportunity to respond i'll put it up on screen now who is more a priest a feminist white woman or a black man who is more a priest a feminist white woman or a black man and I'll hand it over to you, Simon, for that one. 
just dissecting the question a little bit it's interesting that you you just said black man but a feminist white woman in the eyes of their own head that doesn't make sense in their own <laughs> eyes in their own head you'd probably put your money on the feminist woman thinking that they're more oppressed Ooh, interesting so the natural follow-up is why do you say that because the overarching privilege or the the uh, the ultimate privilege and amongst all the privileges that are being discussed in current day society is the male privilege so so you believe so, you believe in the patriarchy big shout out to bob meyer in the chat thanks for stopping by i appreciate you so is the patriarchy yeah, a thing yeah well so the majority of powerful positions in terms of uh private and public sector for the most part of history have been dominated by men but so, but mean, does that mean a patriarchy exists or that men are just more logical beings i think and are what more it means, capable of doing that work i think what it means is that when they do the job of creating laws building businesses they design it in a way that it works for them they don't have a good understanding of the experience of anybody that doesn't look like them and when you don't understand or consult with people that aren't you you implicitly or explicitly design things that exclude or disadvantage the people that don't look like you for example something close to home jade a few trusted non-disabled people with designing all of your disability policy I think you would have some comments about them being effective in their role because they don't have first-hand experience it makes their job harder right they could do a good job but it makes their job harder doing that so in the same vein i think that across society men dominate the powerful positions okay so they just so... Don't do a good job of designing a life that works well for everybody else i feel the need to respond here naturally um yep. so the, the the minister for disability currently is a non-disabled woman and yep. our prime minister is a woman um so yeah I, i'm just do you, do you do you think of new zealand is a patriarchy for example on that basis well, I think uh, the Minister of Disability Issues and the current Prime Minister alone can't undo decades of male domination. Well, male majority. I don't want to say domination because that's too strong. I, I would say throughout, you know, I mean, our laws get implemented and very rarely changed or they just get amended. And so I don't so think we've just had, just because we've had one one term and then a very recent six, uh, uh, couple of terms strung together by um, Helen Clark, they would haven't had the opportunity 
to make the change or the willingness i guess to change things um, who, who told you that the patriarchy exists uh I've, <laughs> heard it. I've heard i've heard it i've heard it across the ether of social media some yeah that's not a great some, place for intel though you realize that yeah i know there's some some um some tv shows both fictional and non-fictional you know um and then i guess there's a, a a small amount of uh private long form discussion uh platforms that mention the patriarchy you know podcasts things like that so um, re real quick because we do need to get to the show yeah um i'm i'm just wondering what systems you've created to oppress women because you said that uh men create systems to disadvantage people not like us so what what systems or uh, situations around you have you have you created to oppress women uh, i suppose i wouldn't really have many <laughs> opportunities to do that uh, i don't have any ability to 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 affect like uh, employment law or um, oh shit here we go so are you one of those ones that actually believe in the gender pay gap i'm i'm still undecided but what i think is is unfair is that biologically females uh menstruate and it, the dealing with that is probably going to impact on their working uh, life and I think there's no reflection of that in the way we work I mean there's no extra sick leave for females I don't know if that's the way to address it but I mean I'm sure that would help there's I mean there's the fact that you believe women should get leave to be able to menstruate for a week uh, I'm not saying that that's the right way to do it but it would it would help if if that was how it worked you mean it's a scientific fact that you're in pain and your hormone levels uh, uh, change from when you're not menstruating. So there's going to be an impact on the way you work. Um, this it, is it probably is. Yeah, I'm, I'm not like advocating <laughs> for, you know, a week of leave every month for, for chicks so they can menstruate in peace at home but there's just no acknowledgement of the biological difference between male and female in the workplace I, that I see that's obvious yeah that's really interesting I've never heard it that way um, I, mm. I, I, I just... the, here's, here's one more point just before you go, as go, well, go, ahead, quickly. go ahead men probably don't get asked are you looking to have a child anytime soon when they go for job interviews the fact that women are the ones that carry a child and have to take parental leave to have kids it affects their job prospects because people don't want to employ someone that's going to be out of action for maybe close to a year i need help with that statement so you're saying men don't get asked if they're going to have children 
Because we don't carry children. Yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't carry children, therefore we, for nine months we can go to work. Yeah. But why... Sh- <laughs> it's, un- it's, un- it's unfair for a woman to lose out on a job opportunity or to not be considered as an ideal candidate because there's the risk that she'll have kids. I'll tell you what it is. It's because of our fucked up socialist system that says if a new employee comes and gets pregnant, you've got to pay however many weeks of free money to that person. I I do I do question whether some people set it up like that. They go to a new job and they just have a kid and take the next, you know, nine months sort of moping around and then getting a free month or two off work. I, I've literally seen it happen. Have you? I, I have. No, I've never seen it happen, yeah. Like, not recently, so don't, don't get yeah. weird about any reference that I'm making, but I, I've definitely seen it happen. Yep. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I wasn't... Uh, <laughs> I wasn't going to say it's not that doesn't happen but yeah, I, th- I think it's unfair and even just by saying unfair the world isn't supposed to be fair but we should do what we can to make it equitable yeah so so if you ran a business and like let, let's say that there was there was someone who you thought could bring real value and skills to the team but you you kind of had a sense of her age bracket and everything like that. Yeah, you, you never even ask what the plans were. You just be like, not ask. You can't really. It's a, it's actually illegal. Oh yeah, I, d- I did hear about that yesterday. I think. <laughs> no, no, you're right. You're right, but. Yeah, I think I think the way the way businesses get around that now is they take a best guess on things. Well, you can that... you can ask things like, "Oh, do you have a partner? How long have you been together? When were you married?" You can yeah, you can talk about that, and yeah, then you yeah. can get a pretty good gauge of like, "All right, married, stable family life, and they don't have any kids yet. It's probably going to happen in a year or two. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so. The patriarchy exists in a white woman or a priest. Th- thanks uh, yeah. for <laughs> I don't think it's as purposeful as what the the vocal minority say. I call them the vocal minority because I think the majority of feminists aren't as... Um, What's the word? Not divisive, hostile. They aren't as hostile in their activism. Okay. Yeah. So I think the majority just want to be recognized as equals. And, or equals and different. Equally different. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's hard because there's the whole movement towards genders gender not making a difference but there is biological difference you know like there's there's this there's this 
um, it's not like a paradox, but it's like parallel but opposing um, campaigns coming from the left in that, um, you know, that women should be treated as equal and, and that, that their differences should be recognized, but then also that gender doesn't make a difference. Like the, the way you can have um, trans athletes competing in fight boxing matches i guess it's like a bit of a cliche example but it's true like there's trans women so men who have transitioned to female partaking in combat sports and i don't have um i don't agree with that let's just say it like that i think that's not okay I there's somewhere unsafe. where we can agree because because for me, it's sort of like, you, you know, I, I think, I think the pursuit of equality is actually silly. I, I feel like, I feel like men play a role in society. I feel like women play a role in society. I feel like, um, women have forgotten, um, the valuable, integral, appropriate role they used to play in society because of r radical uh, lesbian feminists. But hopefully one day uh, we can get back there where, where, yeah. where, where a man and a woman contributed to their communities in equally important but noticeably different ways. Ne never, would I, never would I say something like um, women should just be in the kitchen but i would say in terms of a community development community connectedness role in terms of um helping the development of their children what women are amazing empathetic beings and, and every day I, i'm just i i'm in awe of how women can connect with people guys are weird we don't like to connect we just talk shit all the time and maybe punch each other to show affection that's what we do we, we don't do what we do and i think that's highly appropriate and then that makes sense to me mm. yeah like the more i learn about uh traditional maori culture the more i think they had it pretty close to right they recognized the difference between men and women but they didn't place the man as, as the highest status of the woman like wives weren't their property they were it was uh, a partnership in raising children and participating yep. in yep. life and yep. it was almost like it was of servitude to be the man in front of the woman yep. being their protector it wasn't like yep. i'm better than you so i yep. should be it was like you are this this thing that could produce life and and weave communities together so yep. i need to take on this role as being the the warrior and doing these yeah physical tasks it wasn't like oh we're better than you it was this that was the role that we played and best mm. served yep and i know you can see me because my camera is on so i'm violently agreeing I'm violently agreeing. Like that's that's how I've always seen it, and kind of just to add a slightly related but almost irrelevant point, it's the same in Italian culture. 
that the mean the meaner service of the woman like you have no idea like mm-hmm. um what makes you a man in italian culture is is how much you can provide for the woman to do the things she wants to do for the family it's amazing so so mm-hmm. i i never want people to get this idea that i Oh, what do I want to say? That I'm like a toxically masculine person or or I feel that women are subservient to men. No way. That I'm not on record for that. I don't believe in that. I think women are amazing. That they they men are not what they are without women. Like mm. I I think in Equally, I think it's time for uh, feminist, radical lesbians to understand that women are not what they are without men. It, like yin and yang, yeah, you can't have one without the other, even, even though you might think you can. But thank you, Simon. You you have you have what's the word? You you have humoured me with allowing me to ask you the question of the day. And if you're in the chat uh, this evening and you want to take part in the stream, a good way to do that is to uh, give us your response to the question. And I'm going to throw it up one more time before we head into the meat and potatoes of the stream. The question is, who was more oppressed, a feminist white woman or a black man? Feel free to get in the chat and let us know what you think. Either way, or maybe you have an alternative view. We'd love to hear it. Now, Simon, I don't have a single segue into this next one. I wondered if you wouldn't mind dropping the link in the chat, or was that going to be my job? I think I it, can do that for you. Have you got it handy, or...? Yep, yep, yep. Splashy! Splashy is in the chat. What's going on, Splashy? Um, I, I wonder if Sp- Splashy might uh, be interested in this next conversation, but we'll see. It's going to get pretty heavy. Uh, um, I, I, I would issue a trigger warning, but I'm not really sure what I'm issuing a trigger warning for. It's just It's just a little bit deep. And as I said at the front of the show... Simon, I'm black and I'm slow, so you're going to have to walk us through. Yeah, totally. It's, um... Did you want me to be screen capping the uh, thread, or did you just want to talk to it? Um, or how would you think it would best work? Uh, uh, if everybody at home could just click on the link and follow... I don't think it'll be meaningful content for me to be scrolling. It's like, nah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, I mean, I, basically, I guess we just have you got the thread up in front of you, or should we I'll pull it up again, it, I, even though I needed a lie down after it the last time, Simon. But let me just because mm-hmm. I think you, um, I think I got a bit confused this morning because did you send the um same one twice or are they different they are different they should have been nah i got the same oh, no, one they're not. Oh. yeah 
Oh, oh okay. Well, so the first one was supposed to be about Tesla. Uh, okay. Um, and and that was as yeah Tesla and the link to Donald Trump. Um, okay. So and, yeah, and that um, one's pretty interesting and not so R-rated. Maybe <laughs> our maybe our wall screen kept this. Um, just let me get in a position with it. Um, am I doxing myself in any kind of way? Not really, because people already know my Twitter, so uh, they can't see either of us at this stage. I'm just doing a big screen cap, so over to you, Simon, yeah. to walk us through this one. Yeah, okay, so I won't be able to, like, see what you're looking at, um, or what, and it'll be a bit too oh, do you want me stream, to? So. Do you want me to share inside, because I can do that. Oh no, I can't because I wrecked the. So, so I'm just at the top, and I'll follow you as you go. Yeah. Okay. So the lovely graphic, um, as you'll see, the pedos yep. of the Caribbean, uh, Epstein tales. So this 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 all started. This all started from uh, the Jeffrey Epstein um, case recently that got a lot more press than the first time he was charged so this guy was charged with uh, what ended up being like uh, um, some real minor prostitution um, conviction but I think it was in the mid 2000s he got convicted went to prison oh um, you're talking about Epstein yeah of course yeah 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 of course. yeah yeah, so he went to prison, but it ended up being, what, that he was allowed to leave, like, every day to go to work and all sorts. It wasn't at prison, it was a holiday. Um, but but yeah, then when it, when it came pre-trial, all of a sudden he was suicided. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so, basically, this thread talks about the history of um, trafficking, so human trafficking for sexual purposes not just slavery um and also the trafficking of children and it, it starts off with uh, the um some evidence of it happening back in the 80s so what they're calling the franklin cover-up of the 80s um, yeah the washington times uh, reported on so, a homosexual prostitution inquiry yeah, that's right. So yep. there was something called the Boys Town. Uh, um, it was a home for uh, uh, orphans or uh, and young boys anyway that couldn't live with their parents. And basically, the um, the president of the time and his his uh, close friends were taking these these kids to the White House late at night, um, and who knows what was happening with them but basically um, the thing I don't get is yeah. wouldn't the secret service be going hi fuckers what are you guys up to mm. the thing is is they're probably all like at the high level involved in it or they just there's always I guess with the um, the alphabet organizations as I like to call them <laughs> um, CIA, FBI, DEA, yeah. NSA, all of that. Is it? There's always like a bigger fish. There's always a bigger purpose. So they just think, oh, if we don't, if we don't um, 
collapse down on this one person, we can use him to go after somebody higher up. So they, there's probably an enormous amount of stuff that these agencies just let happen because um, they're just looking for the bigger fish. So basically what we come to learn from this thread is it's basically impossible to stop uh, pedophilia. Mm. Yeah, so um, I'm looking at the, the same image, the cover-up image, and the one of these sentences says, What looked like a financial swindle soon exploded into a hideous tale of drugs, Iran-Contra money laundering, and nationwide child abuse ring and ritual murder. Nineteen months later, the Legislative Committee chief investigator died suddenly and violently. More than a dozen people linked to the Franklin case. So all of these people back in the 80s and 90s that were uh, looking at um, uncovering this group of young boys that were heading to the White House they all died. And then, like, I don't even know how to introduce the next bit about it, but if we click on more of the thread, we, we get to a place of, there was a documentary finally done after it was cancelled by the Discovery Channel, and all the mm -hmm. copies of the documentary were burned. That was pretty weird. And then... Somebody working for the Clintons, correct me if I'm wrong, ended up working for the Amber Alert Agency. Simon? I'm just trying to see where you're up to. I, I'm just skimming my memory, actually. Mm. Oh, yeah. It's just, it's a lot to delve into. And then the uh -huh. high 80 issue mm. the Clintons scraping the majority of four billion dollars yep and then uh, the... is that yeah they could be used to pay for their daughter's wedding yep exposed by WikiLeaks Chelsea Clinton used Clinton Foundation resources for her wedding and now and they she... also got Hillary's brother a gold mining license um, and then he and the did same... he did he did yeah yeah he did but... and then Pizzagate and this is where my stomach just did you see those photos yeah, I have. Like, I, I don't even know if I can show them. Like, honestly. Yeah, maybe. I, yeah, yeah, probably. I, yeah, you might I get might, TOS. I might get, like, banned, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I might you have probably, to... I might have to you probably can't even, like, scroll past it. No, no, I might just switch scenes, come back to you, and I'll keep reading it. Like, mm -hmm. that's how not cool it is. So I mean, can we even can we even talk about it? Oh, <laughs> yeah, we can talk about anything. It's called free speech. I mean, okay. look at that. I stopped right at the perfect moment. 
Yeah. Can you believe yeah. Like, I'm actually grossing out right now. They refer to it as spirit cooking. Yeah. For, for those of you following at home, like, I I don't need to put it on screen. You can, you can look at... Oh, my God. Yeah, so these emails that came out from Hillary Clinton. Um, do you, were you familiar with the the whole big email dump that happened right before the 2016 election? Are you kidding me? It's all Trump would ever talk about. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. So just to summarize quickly, um, somehow WikiLeaks uh, got a hold of Hillary Clinton's private email server that she was uh, using. So instead of using the official uh, email setup that you normally would use as a politician she'd got herself a private server and domain to to run her emails from and then somehow those were all leaked and wikileak released them all um, and in amongst those emails is basically what looks like coded language to discuss um, things like little girls and boys and ordering them to you know and having part having little kids in the hot tub for parties and stuff like that it's, it's just crazy um just a side note so there was um remember there was a the big deal about oh it was the russians that hacked hillary clinton to release the emails and that it was all sponsored by donald trump do you remember yeah. that yeah yeah so one of the most critical bits of evidence against the fact is the is that the um the download speed of from the hack or you know when they they found the moment where all the emails were downloaded and 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 stolen from the server and they were saying that the download speed was um uh what's the right word was indicative of uh, a thumb drive not being transferred via the internet to a different country you know like yeah. the transfer of data was at such a speed that it could not have possibly been uh done through a network and look a so, dead giveaway would be if it was running at 200 megabytes even a really mm -hmm. good internet connection doesn't actually give you 200 megabytes yeah but you know what i mean to, yeah yeah to external storage so yeah. i mean there's another thread by this guy that covers it but there was a um a democratic uh staffer by the name of seth rich and he is the one to have apparently um uh downloaded these emails and given them to wikileaks and he apparently um i think he was he was uh, found with two bullets to the back of his head so what what are we saying here like uh for for those for those listening on the podcast later on uh, it's probably worth saying these are not current tweets i think when i look at no. the timestamp, this was like last year these were posted but yeah, well, yeah uh, just over a year ago yep so the, this is the first time i'm seeing them though and of course you you hear about jeffrey epstein on on the tv and you somewhat become desensitized, eh? Mm -hmm. But then you get into the detail, it's like really gross. Really gross. So mm -hmm. gross, I'm not even screen sharing anymore. 
We're just yeah. looking at your um, beautiful alpha male face, Simon. Yeah, so, I mean, just to give an example... <laughs> just to give an example of the sort of stuff that's on... That was part of the, the email dump. So this is... I'll just read some... This is an email to John Podesta um, from a lady who sells webcam time with her children. Uh, she says, And I thought I'd share a couple more notes. We plan to heat the pool, so a swim is a possibility. Bonnie will be Uber service to transport Ruby, Emerson, and Maeve. 11, 9, and almost 7. So you'll have some further entertainment, and they will be in the pool for sure. Why is an adult man receiving an email of anything like that? Like, why? Why? What is the reason, as an adult human, you receive an email like that? That's yeah. not even all of it. Yeah. That's just the bit that is just the most straightforward to just read out is it is it like a condition you get as a billionaire or something is it like you have everything in the world you get the new playstation before it comes out you get the new tesla before anybody can see it is it just this like mental condition where you know you can't have it so that you ensure that you can I'm, I'm not justifying yeah. it. I don't want people to, like, clip me and be like, whoa, <laughs> whoa, what's, what's Jay saying? Yeah, yeah, like, it's Jay to sympathize that I'm not. It's like, is it, like, because it seems to, like, it's not exclusive to billionaires. I, I know, I know pedophilia is all throughout society. You don't have to be a billionaire to be a pedophile, but so sort of looking at this community of, like, billionaires or super influential people do you, do you think it's a bit about they just want what they can't have like it's a question that i've asked myself hmm. i'm sure it's a bit of that but also it's it's probably like you could only ever get near that sort of status without being that messed up and it's like a, almost like a guarantee that you'll play the part and you know join the club is that you participate it's it's almost like an exclusive club and and the members at the top of the of the uh the totem pole just won't let you get near it unless they know for a fact that you are like them smiley tv what's up welcome to the stream uh smiley wants to know what we're doing we're we're talking about uh, to put it bluntly, uh, human trafficking, uh, more specifically, mm. children. Oh my god, yeah. man. Yeah. So, so, I mean, I'm at the point where, uh, in the thread where he starts talking about Epstein and who he's connected to, and he starts talking about the Clintons, the British royal family, and the Israeli Mossad. Um, and it's, the, I mean, the main reason I wanted to to go through this with you is that it's finally current accepted knowledge that this Epstein dude was flying rich people around to get with little kids or flying little kids around to meet these people but nobody is taking it further or not publicly anyway and asking why like why was this guy doing it and this this thread makes the connection that 
Ghislaine Maxwell, her father was a Mossad agent, so the Israeli like secret force, special forces Mossad, and there is dubious uh, information about how Epstein came to be so such a social um, figure. And that but he, he was, was a fiddler become... as well. He's got a series on Netflix. I'm sure of it. Yeah, yeah. But he was he, he apparently <clears throat> he was just a high school a high school teacher that turned out to be a successful financial trader. You know, it's like the the, the fact is that there's no there's there's no like concrete evidence that this guy just legitimately made his money that way, and this thread gets to the point where it starts asking the question about was this guy bankrolled to become this what they call a honeypot to lure in these high-ranking officials and celebrities to then have dirt on them and use it and just be a blackmail um manufacturer yeah, it's like the, the the question remains for me because I think the series on Netflix talks to some of the survivors. I mean, I mean, this is 20 years on, so they've grown up, but they've still got scars on it. The question remains for me, yeah, where the fuck did he get his money from? Hmm. Like, sure, he's got money. You You can draw that conclusion very easily, but where from? Is it just from sheer trading? I doubt it. Yeah. It's just yeah. So oh, it's even in the thread. So uh, it talks about uh, yeah. WikiLeaks themselves claims the emails came from a DNC leaker. Has um. DNC. That's the Democratic Party. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the guy wow. Seth Rich I was talking about. Um, oh yeah so the dc police say it was a robbery but none of his valuables were missing the police also refused to release their body cam footage jeez yeah and then so it was and then the next bit is what if it was clear that the dnc had rigged the primaries in the favor of hillary clinton over bernie sanders um why didn't anyone sue someone did this guy uh tried to sue uh, to say that they rigged it and two of his witnesses dropped dead Seth Rich being one and Sean Lucas um, is the other so yeah the, there was Seth Rich was going to be a witness in the case against the Democrats for rigging the primaries and they killed him the Clinton body count eh Other yeah one. that's also in the thread <laughs> You know they're referred to these days as the Clinton crime family? It's like that bad. Yeah, same with Biden's. The Biden crime family. Yeah, funny how, like, the whole thing with Hunter Biden being investigated seems to have, like, been swept away nice and tidily. And the mm. fact that, that um, Joe Biden withheld... Uh, one billion dollars. Um, because they were investigating his son. I forget what country that was. Do you Ukraine. Ukraine, that's, Ukraine, that's right. 
There's a power company or something like that. You stop the investigation of my son or your government doesn't get a one billion dollar relief package. Yeah, no, more specifically you said you gotta fire the investigator. Jeez. <clears throat> so what are we, what are we to take from this? What what are we what are we teaching our people at home, Simon? Well, what what's the message that you would like to leave? Uh, there's some seriously twisted groups of people that have an immensely powerful grip on the way things run globally and that the I guess the governmental structures that are in place in most of the powerful uh, what do you call first world countries are largely for show yeah I, I just think it's like it's so deep. I mean, who's doing the killing? Like, does do the Clintons have like a squad of like ninja assassins, or like, and and apparently you don't you don't see them coming because whenever they want you dropped, you're dropped. So so like yeah, and it's not just you getting dropped. It's that anybody who was then involved with <laughs> cleaning up cleaning up your body or reporting the crime either has to toe the party line of oh this was an accident or it was a suicide or there was a robbery gone bad or they meet the same fate that's amazing um, so ladies and yeah, gentlemen was... at home fear for your lives because the Clintons are still around so there's this guy called Anthony Weiner. Um, he's a politician and convicted sex offender. And basically there's a massive um, drama about his laptop. So what happened is that uh, the New York police um, picked up his laptop when he was uh, charged and arrested, arrested and charged for some... Uh, sex offenses and they went through his laptop and apparently the subject material on his laptop was so gross that there was that it was causing these policemen to like vomit in the in the precinct and um and they were just absolutely shocked by it and then i think it was pretty much every single one of them that had anything any contact with the laptop uh committed suicide Oh, yeah, suicide. Yeah, I believe that. Bro. Hi, Hannah. Hi, Jace. You've Hi, been, Simon. You've been here for a good 10 Hi, minutes. Yeah, yeah, so just done a quick Google. Sorry, 9 out of 12 people who saw Anthony Weiner's laptop have ended up dead nine police suicides nine nypd suicides you don't you don't for a second believe there were suicides though right 
I mean, it could have been somebody with a gun at their head saying, you put that noose around your neck, or it's yeah. going to be a lot worse. It yeah. could have been suicide, but it's not like they yeah. chose to do that willingly. I mean, like, all at the same time, or within a, within a short within space a of time? Sh- yeah. yeah. Yeah, within a very short space of time. I don't know, man. Trust the, yeah. trust the white boy to yeah. blow my mind. Um. <laughs> yeah so and um, we've started at the very beginning i'm just looking at the thread very beginning talking about how epstein had some previous charges that were related to trafficking back in the mid 2000s um, and so it was actually in 2008 the u.s attorney for miami this guy last name acosta gave epstein an illegal sweetheart deal so apparently um this guy fed the FBI valuable information uh, that um, that allowed him to basically get the lightest sentence possible. All like a lot of the charges dropped, and yeah. the 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 situation where he could walk in and out of prison as he chose. Um, Acosta claims that Epstein was above his pay grade and that he belonged to intelligence. so wow. that right there is quite powerful so that means that there is an intelligence agency that is fully aware of what epstein and that group are up to and just letting it happen and um not that i want to follow this rabbit hole too deep because i want to retain some of my sanity but um I heard some things about there being a active ring in New Zealand, but I don't. Oh, really? uh, I don't have any information. We'll have to take that away and do some cross-referencing. But New Zealand is definitely not immune to this shit. That's all I'm gonna say. No. Well, do you remember there was that lady who? Um her husband died and she climbed the top of Monganui and went on Facebook and read out this letter crying about um, her husband um, basically being a pedophile and that she was sorry for part, for playing her part in grooming or 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 not not willingly I don't think but luring kids in to the into this group it was like a group of high powerful like or just influential moldy and uh, it was on facebook and this woman basically yeah went on facebook and filmed this video at the top of mount monganui um apologizing for her husband and what she and what he did i never saw i never saw that if you have a link i can definitely um watch it after after the show yeah, I'll see but, what I can find. But you remember, I, I I received a couple of videos about a possible ring in New Zealand, and I'm just like, even like, it just seems like a big issue, though, eh? Mm-hmm. Like a really big issue. Like, where do you even begin to break it down? Especially when you got the pe- people like the Clintons killing you if you get anywhere near. Hmm solving the problem yeah yeah i mean 
it's so crazy because this thread's so dense and it's just it just goes in so many directions but it's all tied together Did... albeit sometimes tenuously but it's just it, it it's it is just so hard to wrap your head around it completely do you think we need to um test that thread for validation bias though like do you, do you think he went looking for some facts so he made them facts or are you worried about that or do you accept it because i i'm mindful of conspiracy theories i mean they're everywhere in the moment 5g mm. is transmitting covid covid is not real we're just trying to kill all the um old people so we don't have to pay them um <laughs> pension Mm. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, so all of this should be taken with a grain of salt that it's yeah. not just outright fact. I but mean, I believe in the Clinton body count, and I I, yeah. I can accept a lot of those facts in there, but I would just say, I would just say to people at home, like, at risk of falling down a conspiracy sort of black hole, just, like, take the information, verify it with something else, come to your own opinion we're, we're not encouraged like yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> the one thing, the one thing uh, that when i read this not the one but one of the things that really had to, that made me rethink the way things were is the bit that covers trump's involvement because trump was always the the media's um most common tie to epstein when they wanted to talk about a a famous person that was tied to Epstein they picked Trump but there's multiple examples in this thread alone where Trump goes against Epstein whether it's with um, property dealings and buying property that mm. Epstein was interested in or banning Epstein from all Trump resorts because he was trying to to ask a, an underage girl to, to come work for him or something like that and and it's and the fact that trump only flew on his plane twice instead of clinton's 26 times it's like trump wasn't really epstein's buddy maybe he was initially but he's proven himself to not be epstein's biggest fan and actively done things to to cross him and i was uh, just, i mean that, that, uh, that really challenged my my opinion of him. I mean, what I'd accept in terms of this is that they were both, you know, upper tier society people. They were bound to uh, be in the same place at the same time at some point, like mm. you know. And um, it's unfortunate that Trump um, took the offer up to use Epstein's plane, but. You know, I I would say that Trump had no idea what what he was actually involved in. I I think he would have believed that he was a financier, and like if someone told me they were a financier and said, "Hey, Jade, you know, come out for the weekend on my private jet," like I'd take them at their word that they do what they do, and I'd be like, "Yeah, bro, we'll, we'll come fly out." 
like I I don't background check everyone I meet. Like I I just don't have the time for that and you know that's not how you make friends by filing a background check on everyone you meet exactly yeah so i mean just to continue the part of the fed is that one of trump's uh last executive orders in 2017 was to freeze all assets of those involved in human trafficking investigations there you go i mean I've said it once, I'll say it again, Donald Trump is an alpha male and, and by far the greatest president that's ever lived. I, I believe he's not down for that. I, I just... Like, he's into, like, strippers and normal things. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, yeah, I'm just scrolling through the bottom just to see... Um, yeah, so this is an interesting part. So below that is that it talks about um, the Obama policies in, in the southern border of, of the states. And uh, what is this one? DNA tests reveal 30% of suspected fraudulent migrant families were unrelated. That's a nice stat to have in the back pocket. I can't find that one. Where's that one? It's quite deep in the thread. Um, okay. Yeah, I don't know what number it is. He doesn't number them. But, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's I guess that's why he's cracking down on on that southern border, is that these it's not just um, disadvantaged South American families coming to the, the States for a chance at a better life. A lot of it are unrelated people just turning up and potentially there's some people taking younger kids across the border for nefarious reasons just to lighten the mood for a second <laughs> yeah um what what do you think in regards to asylum policy in new zealand do you do you feel like we're doing too much Cause I, what is the what is the asylum policy of new zealand well, I heard that we're allowing 70,000 people per year to come over to New Zealand. I can't be exact on how many of those are asylum. Probably should have done my homework on that before I mentioned it, but... Well, that's alright. I'm your, I'm your man. I love to Google things. You're my... Um, you're my Jamie... Pull that shit yeah, up. Pull that up. Pull that shit up. <laughs> yeah, looking to see what I can find. I, I guess the reason why I asked that is obviously they touched on the housing issue in New Zealand. And I guess mm. that there's a fine balance to strike between. You know, being a good global partner and actually making sure there was economic opportunity for New Zealanders. I don't know. It says each year New Zealand accepts a thousand refugees, increasing to fifteen hundred in July this year. So that doesn't seem like seventy thousand a year. So that might be the total immigration then. But fifteen hundred. Are you? 
even if we take that number, is that is that cool? Yeah, I mean, they have proper um, refugee centres where they stay all together in like a commune for like a month or so, and like slowly reintegrate them. It's not like we're just taking random people and dropping them in the country. And I think there's I think there's some good statistics that I can't pull out of my brain about the um, productivity and um, participation mm. from from refugees is that they tend to work harder take less sick days and um, they'll do the jobs that we don't want to do yeah and they don't take up as many benefits on it on average as new zealanders which i mean it's to be expected but yeah yeah because i because i guess just contrasting with america that has to deal with you know potentially millions of undocumented people i guess we get off lucky it's pretty hard to be undocumented coming to new zealand because we got a big ass ocean that's right yeah no and we work we work in tandem with australia as well that um i think they 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 share a lot of information about boats and vehicles in that in the pacific ocean <laughs> and, and we um didn't australia like think of you i'm not sure i remember seeing that oh man deep thread simon yeah i mean i'm just reading some of the the comments to the thread someone's like where are all the children now shouldn't we have seen them leave islands or heard of the reunite with their parents the guy who built the thread they usually eat them after they're done the elite own all the concrete companies so you might want to check the foundations of any given building and then someone's like have you got any evidence for that first statement and he said google adrenochrome have you heard of adrenochrome that's um it's another deep dark rabbit hole of its own uh i've not heard about that at all tell me about it so what i understand is that there is this chemical that is produced in the brain uh only in extreme cases of uh distress so apparently this this chemical was like some uh, ultimate high and also has uh, life preserving properties so there is this that this the me that um uh, it's not just the sex trafficking part of the attraction to little kids but it's the fact that um you can take little kids apparently the younger the better and you absolutely terrorize them and their brain starts producing this uh, adrenochrome and so it's in their blood and then you take the child's life and you consume the blood and that's got this stuff called adrenochrome in it that um, is really good for them apparently that it's... is absolutely fucking yuck bro i know it is yuck it, it's just like you just you just pray and hope that it's science fiction 
as a father, like, I can't even compute the idea that um, people would want to be extracting a hormone from a child mm. by bringing them near death and then taking them to death. Yeah. Bro, like, why I gotta hang out with white boys, man? Like, <laughs> this is... <laughs> this is some... Oh, bro. Oh, bro, like... But I guess I guess the value the value that you bring is like we're using this podcast to highlight the shit. I mean, Joe does it. He has random mm. conversations about this stuff. Yeah, I think um, it's important. He, he's getting silenced as well. Like there was a an article recently that uh, heaps of Spotify employees got together and had a meeting to try and uh ban some of his podcasts so it was a specific one within with a scientist who wrote a book or, or authored a paper about transgender and um and the impact it's having the transgender movement or something on having the impact on society and all these employees uh basically had this big meeting and complained to the ceo that they felt alienated by this um by this episode and they wanted it removed fucking hell if mm. Joe Rogan gets into there's no hope for any of us yeah he's a pretty yeah. down the middle dude too like I mean sure he's probably more democrat like he said so himself but he's pretty straight up but the thing is is though for people on the left it's weird right like the people on the left in the states in terms of identity politics have shot straight past us here in new zealand but in terms of like i don't know the way the economy and society operates they're still conservative in that manner and that like they don't well, it's only very recently where they've started talking about, um, uh, you know, reducing the cost of tertiary education and and removing um, private health care. But for them, they're, they're, they're so far past us in terms of, um, you know, giving, giving um, hormones to kids who believe that their gender that they've been assigned... Yeah, I'm not about it that. Is is doesn't match what they feel in their head. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a conversation that I still am having with myself and trying to understand my position on it. But I mean, I've done some research, and and there is no one clear, definitive indicator of someone being male and female. Apparently, oh, what what there is... what what? It's called balls. No, but there are people who can end up with a mixture of sexual reproductive organs. I'm pretty apparently. sure I've got a dick, bro. Yeah, for the majority, for like 99%. <laughs> you know, this normal distribution of people across the planet end up with, yeah, a dick of balls or a vagina. But uh, there are some people who fall somewhere in the middle and end up 
um, with not such a clear definition of, of what her sex there might be. Did I tell um, you the, my bro brother transitioned? Yeah, yeah, you did a while ago. Yeah, so, I, I, was th I was thinking... Now, Carla, um, I was thinking about having, having her her on at some point with with you on on the show i don't know if you'd be into that mm. yeah i'd be keen yeah because to be real i haven't gone too deep with them on it like it's just like a thing that sort of happened and then rather than talk to them too much about it i just got advice from other areas on just like how to how to like mm. deal doco long time no see welcome to the chat appreciate you coming out hope all is well and where are you now because i know you were locked down for quite a while yeah so not in the immediate future. I'm definitely not not talking next week, but something we could pencil in. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm just trying to. I'm just looking at the uh, Wikipedia page for sex and just trying to see um, how they're determined. But yeah, there was like a. Uh, I'm not going to be able to. Um, get across the point but yeah I, I, the main, I went looking because I was like surely that um, sex is sex right sex is male or female and that there is no there's no clouded discussion on that but apparently it, it, there is and, and then I was thinking oh now are... look though because there, there's those there, there is like a less than one percent chance that you're born with both genders. Like that's a medical condition, but to mm. you, but to use that as the basis for new age gender theory when it's less than one percent of the population that experience that is not appropriate, and it's acknowledged as a medical condition, not 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 like a third existence uh, it's not supposed mm. to be that way and we we sympathize with those people and making the decision about which gender to assign is a real tough one because you can say okay do we do we snip the balls or do we close the vagina and i'm sure there's there's a lot more detailed conversation that goes on but i mm. i know of conversation of situations where the doctor did choose wrongly yeah that's right you think yeah okay so that that piece of genetic material looks more formed so we'll, we'll, we'll um we'll stop the development of that other thing and then all of a sudden yeah. puberty happens and yeah. they got it wrong the other sex yeah. started overpowering and the hormones produced don't match the genitals that they left on the on the body and that would just be yeah very unfortunate Gender dysphoria, however, where, where you have a clear assigned gender but you internally don't associate with it, that's also acknowledged as a formal 
mental health condition. So, so the question, the question in the more conservative spaces is, is it more kind and loving to our members of community to just go along with what they're saying or like with other mental health conditions, do we try to support them to understand what they're going through? Like exactly, you you don't let someone with schizophrenia continue to tell you that the curtains are talking to them and t- telling them to kill everyone. Like you you don't accept that. You seek to resolve it. You seek to get professional help, medical help. You do everything you can to get them connected with reality. You don't sit there and go, "Yep." the curtains are talking to you and yep I'll go get you a knife mm. and yeah in, the, yeah in in this discussion there's like um, there's two parts that I see um, that are causing people mental distress as they grow up so the standard default across the animal kingdom is that where there is a species that has male and female you grow up you attract the opposite sex and then you procreate where the human race differs is that there is a subset of the population that grow up they're attracted to the same sex and then therefore can't procreate and then have to deal and reconcile with the fact that they can't participate in what is considered the single most important thing you should do as a human on this planet is continue the human race and then what also is happening now is that people are looking at the bits between their legs and going hmm I don't actually think that that's right I feel like a girl and in that discussion there's a lot of nuance is what do you think a girl should should be is what what characteristics of a girl or a guy do you associate with that you can't currently engage with right so if you're say you're a young boy growing up and you think Mm. i should be a girl what is it that you associate with being a girl that thinks that you need that that you can't get whilst also remaining as your same as your um i love this question because at the same time i don't associate being a boy with playing with trucks and playing rugby that that's no. not, that's not necessarily what a boy is all about but being being a boy is like i i think well that this is just me having to go this is my opinion I, i've never been a woman so i wouldn't know women tend to lean towards um nurturing and playtime and togetherness whereas boys they want to play war games like it's it's inbuilt in us from a very early age about this is my turf and i'm gonna i want to push you off my turf and rough housing is all a part of the the inbuilt uh protective nature that we have you you know the reason why why boys get dirty I suppose is because they roll around the ground like kicking each other's asses 
that then mm. we then later in life we continue to play war games why by playing war games with a ball and calling it sport like you, you know that's just what we do and sure women play sport too so they can play a version of ball war games but I, I think men lean into it a bit more yeah and yeah what I struggle to understand is that the that people who think that their gender doesn't match their genetic makeup I feel like I'm going back in a circle with this but it, yeah it's maybe it's not what they associate being a girl but is it is it that you feel like you should have different body parts like is that it? for is some that it is for some it is they they will literally lob that shit off or sew mm. some shit on they, like it means a lot to them to see to see the right body part and for me the the facts that i have and when i say facts i i don't have references today sorry but the dysphoria doesn't actually go away once they have that additional or lesser body part and it can lead to it can lead to a peak in the dysphoria where they see the only other option left is suicide so they mm. think they think they need to see a different genitalia then they see that different genitalia it doesn't change how they feel inside so there's only one option left so certainly for some it is about body parts but uh, in the example of well caitlin jenner you know i think i read that uh caitlin didn't make that decision to take it off no and caitlin is a lesbian exactly so still into woman regardless of where she's at he's at mm. don't know <laughs> I mean, is there is there some scientific evidence on brain chemistry, or but even chemistry? So, I mean, I was thinking maybe there's something you know in hormones. Real quick, Simon. Feel like Doco says she's a very inspiring woman, a national treasure. I don't know if you're being sarcastic there, uh, Doco, but definitely. Where to idolize? Yeah, where to idolize someone who has a hit and run? murder charge <laughs> uh definitely from a family of notoriety we'll put it that way yeah notoriety for a blowjob <laughs> you were saying sorry i was just saying yeah it's if, if she's an inspiring woman it's weird to idealize someone who has a hit and run murder charge yeah yeah uh, yeah but <laughs> so it's it's nothing scientific about our thoughts right like you can think anything absolutely anything in the world can be thought of and believed like you can just think something enough times and you believe it it doesn't matter how wrong it is but if it's about yourself something like your your gender it, 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 it's just so hard to get any sort of proof that what you're thinking is, is correct 
Yeah, and it I mean, makes, it makes this conversation so hard to have. And I mean to bring it to bring it close to home, because I uh, I said what I said about my family member. It's sort of like I feel bad in a way because I don't relate like at all. At all, like I'm just like, yeah, you know. I'm just like, you're my brother, though. Like, can't you just be my brother again? Can't you just take those clothes off and not be that? But it's taken, it's taken me a while to get to a place of acceptance because ultimately they're my family member and I care for them and want them in my life. I don't want them feeling despair for the fact that they're not accepted by us as a family so really important just to just to find a way yeah and it, and it, it's rough right like because because us as individuals don't understand where they're coming from your natural inclination is to then inquire and yeah. to try and validate their yeah. experience with the, which is you know some people say that is unfair and i get it like nobody would enjoy an ex a life where they just constantly have to validate themselves to others but i just have an insane amount of curiosity about things in the world like i mm. need to know how things work and it just i just don't know how we understand it without asking people who are experiencing it firsthand but, like, my mum would say things like, oh, I always saw the signs, you know, that there were these little things as he was growing up, like, I, I felt like he could have been, like, different, all this. I've got another brother, and me and my, me and my other brother, we were just like, we didn't even know what you mean, like, at all. Mm. It was, like, see signs, I think. It's that confirmation bias again, Simon. You know, it's easy to say, oh, yeah, looking back, I could see signs, but, like, why? That's so, that's so like, random to say that. Mm. But what about Pacific Islander cultures that have an established part of their community that accepts, well, most... You mean, uh, like, Fafafini? Yeah. yeah, and apparently yeah. there is historical examples of it happening with Maori culture as well, and that there were, um, yeah, the same thing happening in the islands there was in New Zealand. Well, I mean, going back, going back to what I said at the beginning, we're talking about a formalized psychological condition called gender dysphoria. So, uh, ju just like. AIDS could have existed a hundred years ago, so could dysphoria. I I don't discount it at all. But I guess other Pacific cultures found a way to accept and integrate rather than shun, for lack of a better term. Because because I yeah. think I think more Anglo-Saxon cultures want to shun anything of difference yeah. yeah well that's what they started with but now we see in this like current climate is that they just do what they can to fit these outliers into the 
status quo, right? So we're talking about the majority of people, male, female, have a relationship, mm. make kids. So they take these this subset of the community that don't fit that and that they identify the different gender. And instead of just accepting those people and just saying, yeah, okay, your body parts don't match your gender, you're fine like that. Don't hurt yourself. What yeah. they're doing now is they're saying, okay, yeah, you identify the different gender. Let's fill your body with chemicals and take you through all these elective surgeries <laughs> so that you can fit into this narrow mind of what family life in society is which is male and female you know coming to doco's question can i ask what's the problem what's the, why the upset i i'm gonna stick my neck out here and say i'm not upset i don't think simon's mm. upset i don't i don't even think simon's uncomfortable i'm not uncomfortable we're we're just we're just two people sort of as I say in my work, spinning the cube. That's all we're doing. We're having a look. We're, mm. we're, we're spinning the different levels around and, you know, sort of having a conversation, not even to arrive at a position. I don't even think this is about a position, right, Simon? It's just, no, it's just I mean, something like you're said, interested in. Yeah, like I said before, I don't want, I don't want people to be continuously validating their own self for to others and i am an extremely curious person so i'm just curious i i would love to understand i that is why we're having this conversation because i as as somebody who identifies with the gender gen, you know the genitals that i was given i just cannot easily understand um how how their brain works and i would mm. love to understand so that i could yeah so that i could best serve them when i interact with them i guess you know what i mean i wouldn't want to offend anybody or um cause them harm by ignorance doco says also... doco says i walked in halfway i should ask what sparked this yeah <laughs> yeah how did we <laughs> I don't know, I mean, man. You're gonna, you're gonna have you're gonna have to go back and watch and see where the moment. Yeah, scrub it back, but I, but I think we um, it started with gender equality. I, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put my thumb on it. We were talking about gender equality earlier in the show, and um, Simon believes women should get a week off every month for menstruation. Am I right, Simon? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Hannah agrees. Uh, I don't think she agrees. Do you agree? She, she, agree. she, she like, gapped it. We were too dark and deep for her. I do not agree with Simon. Yeah, she doesn't agree. She's... She's whipped, Simon. I've whipped her into conservative shape. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So, so I think at the top of the show we um we talked about gender because actually I can throw it up. This is really why it ended up. Uh, Doco. Yes, yeah, since we've got Doco, who's a bit active in the chat, chuck the question up. I'd yeah, so the, so the question of the day, Doco, we definitely want you to answer this. 
actually. Who is more oppressed? A feminist white woman or a black man? Pretty, pretty simple question. Would love to know what you think in the chat. Actually, Hannah, we haven't had your answer yet. Whenever you're ready. Uh, both of them not enough. I'm going to need you to unpack that. It's a bit of broken English, Doco. Need, need a bit more than um, five words. Is he saying that we need to oppress both more? That's yeah, pretty dark. So. That's pretty dark. But Hannah always gets a preview on my um, weekly questions, so she's had she's had time to percolate, percolate with this one, haven't you, Hannah? I don't know. I didn't hear your answer. I haven't given it you yet. Yeah, you never <laughs> Yes, you're right. It just streamed a bit too dark, and after my appointment, I was pretty tired, and I started to yawn. I thought that's yeah. a bit boring. It's a very deep and meaningful topic. I should be awake for it. But real fast, real fast. Who is more oppressed? A feminist white woman or a black man? Well, I think it... There's two sides to it. There sure is. <laughs> I believe neither. But if you look at it, it depends on... What what era and what time in life you're talking about, and what country? Like I'd say a black man if you're talking about America, and I don't see how. No, I mean black as in I am black. Like you are black. Right I now. am black. So who is more oppressed, a feminist white woman or a black man? Are you oppressed? No, I think, I think Hannah's comment about uh, there being some difference in uh geographic region i'm not i don't care. <laughs> um, oh, he's i don't care about like he's history, buying but, in you know. america's racist america's no, oppressive no way god um no i'm just saying that across the world there are variances and that let's just take arab countries um for example they're all black black men they ain't oppressed at all but they're women in some ways they're oppressed in that they have to have their um, clitoris cut off uh, and stuff like that. Okay. Bear in mind the question doesn't reference any geographical location. You're allowed to answer in any way you want. So you were saying? No. Sorry. He said he said white woman. So my argument is immediately invalidated. But I'd so agree with you talk. too. So I'm <laughs> just saying woman in, in Arabic countries. Um, no, so you got to think about places in the world where there are white women and black men. Yeah. I just... Ooh, Doko says, so I needed to take that in a bit more. So it's a born skin color versus an adopted ideal. Well, that's up to you, Doko. We're still waiting for you to answer the question. A born skin color versus an adopted ideal. Now, I was assigned feminist at birth. 
<lacht> Beide! Ähm. Um, I thought about this first. How BLM movement since that's an adopted ideal. So a black man is oppressed more. Feminists deserve it. Have you seen them? Crazy ass people. Love it, Doco. So raw and genuine. That's that's how I feel, honestly. So raw, I love it. Um, mm. And I don't know if Jake was serious about you saying women should take a week off. No, he did say that. Not um, in, in a different leaning, but that's what I took from it. <laughs> I think maybe workplaces, what they could do is maybe be a bit more lenient and allow some women to have a few extra sick days um, so they're not running around the office on those official first days. Not even sick days. To the ability to work from home so they're not running around the office being utterly horrible to everybody else around them and the destroying... Destroying um, the office culture. So Doco yeah. says, Doco says they aren't fighting anything but stupidity. A black man is just trying to live, you know. Yeah. That's that's the thought that I had. Oh uh, man, like this is deep. I'm, that that just goes to show I'm getting really good at coming up with these questions because. As a black man myself, and it's not lost on anyone on this channel, I'm sure. I'm black and I'm disabled, and not for a second my whole entire life have I felt oppressed. Well, whatever positions I've been in, whatever advantages or disadvantages I've have, I've had, whether perceived or imagined, I've just been like, "This is what it is. I'm not oppressed." Hmm. Like, when, when people succeed, that's great. When I succeed, that's great. Like, my success, my position in life is completely down to me. And there will be times in my life where I need more support than other times. That doesn't mean that I'm oppressed. It means that I'm alive. Hmm. Would you say that you have had a bit of an advantage with a white sounding name have you seen all those studies? <laughs> have you seen those studies though where they sent in a bunch of cvs to different applications and that it was the same cv but they changed the name to sound more ethnic or more standardly white and there was like a significant percentage increase in likelihood of getting an interview or a call if your uh name was white then rather than black sounding uh, I'm, I'm just going to put that one back, back down to confirmation bias. I mean, if you're looking for racism, you're going to find it. You'll remember last week I had a complete and utter meltdown over that that uh, disability allowance story. Clip, clip of that is also on Facebook, by the way. XMH Mark Social, if you want to check that out. Uh, yeah, I think if you, if you look... If you look for racism, you'll find it. 
if if you believe you're not getting selected for jobs because you got an African sounding name, or your mum named you Mercedes, um, that that's for you. Maybe you didn't get selected because you just didn't have the the right skills or the right level of networking. Sometimes you don't even need a whole bunch of skills. You just gotta know someone who knows someone who knows someone. And may I say uh, that that's been the key to my advancement. I don't I don't have like massive degrees or like like much to hang my name off of, except for my reputation and my track record for hard work. Which yeah, I absolutely. which I suppose is something to hang my name off of these days. But it took me a while to get there, and it was raw. Yeah. It's the same with me. I don't rely on the uh, badges and qualifications I stuck <laughs> on my CV. I've I've gotten everywhere I have so far based on uh, personal connections and having conversations with people. Like we talked about last week, yeah. I got my I got my first job just yeah. based on talking to a fella over the counter in the yeah. cafe. So, and I and I think it's a good thing, Simon. And whatever. Whatever success you achieve, I'm going to be immensely happy for. Whatever we're able to do with this podcast together, I'm going to be immensely happy for. And it's like, I I just don't sit there and go, oh, that person's got more than me. It's more important to look at where you are right now and say where you're trying to go and then try try to map the pieces to get yourself there. Stop, stop thinking about other people stop comparing yourself to others and you might actually have a somewhat happier life and i think that's yeah. that's twofold it's not just about you having a happier life i think it's something that you do outwardly also you will stop judging other people then and you will stop in turn oppressing other people and if that is what you do but that is how I see it also. I mean, you make those silent, immediate judgments of people, like, and I, I'm so grounded in the fact that when people see me roll into the room, they're, they're not gonna, they're not gonna think that I'm this very experienced policy god. They're just gonna say, hey, look, there's a black dude in a wheelchair, and I, and I'm very clear that that's, that's where the mindset goes in the first instance because it's mm. just human nature to judge people on face value there, there's no markers on myself that would um indicate me as a policy god unless i got merch that literally said it and, <laughs> and, and then maybe yeah. then maybe yeah. we could do do it that way you're a bit of a walking advertisement for a tokenistic tick box exercise, <laughs> aren't you? <laughs> well, it's it's funny because people people have asked me, you know, are you worried about the fact that some of your opportunities might have come from an affirmative action type mindset? Even though even though it's not a big thing in New Zealand, affirmative action, it's not like a formal mm. thing. It is sort of an underlying thing that can happen. I mean, sure, it's possible, but at the same time, 
Like, that's, that's their shit, not mine. But where whoever gave me the opportunity, that's for them. If they did it because I'm black and I'm disabled and they want to feel all warm, fuzzy, that they they gave me an opportunity, that's cool. But at the same time, uh, to anybody at home watching this later who's disabled, you still got to do the work, though. Right? Absolutely. It doesn't matter how you got, it, got in the door. Still got to do the work, and if you fail to do the work, it's going to be harder and harder for you to get references. So you don't want to live that life. You you want to do what you were there to do and shut the fuck up, basically. And that's what I've always done. Amen. <laughs> and with that, I don't know if the, if you see that as a good place to leave it. We we've been we've been streaming for close to. Two hours, epic stream. Epic. It um, it 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 went in all sorts of random directions. <laughs> again, I enjoyed it. I really did. No, I did as well. And um, I I want to make this a regular thing if that's all right. I'm gonna put you on the spot live. <laughs> yeah, I, granted, there is always life things that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I think we can we can try and get some sort of momentum going. Yeah, and and if you can't make it, I'll just do open mic nights. Those can be really savage here mm. on the Jade Fair Show. We we've had some pretty savage open mic nights. We have. Yeah, but before I mean, we oh, sorry, you go. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe if the 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 timing has a bit of flexibility like if oh 100 percent my god yeah, yeah 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 just with yeah but other than that keen ass man uh, you, you know before or after you smash we, we never work Simon. yep <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke <laughs> anyway like I could have been here if we if we were able to shift the, shift the stream you know half an hour or 45 minutes yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever works, man. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, that's sorry. I just got distracted by my phone. Oh, good. Anyway, yeah. wrapping up now. Is there any final comments you want to make to the people at home? Yeah. Uh, question all authority. Question uh, <laughs> what is the force-fed narrative? If there's everybody telling you to uh, think like this or that this is always uh, the way things are done, or this or is the take a vaccine. Truth. Yeah, just think for yourself. <laughs> it's been it's been said throughout uh, history, and it's just something that I think is is uh, is is slowly dwindling people's individual common sense and the ability to question uh, what is actually happening. And I yeah, love it. There is some serious there is some seriously sick shit happening around the world. It may not impact you on a day to day life, but as a human who lives on this earth and wants everybody to have uh, an enjoyable life at, su at some level, um, I think that shit's fucking disgusting. <laughs> oh, there, there's no doubt we learned some dark shit today. And, and I, I look forward to more of these episodes and unpacking all the dark corners of our society, Simon. So keep bringing the gems... Because even as uncomfortable as it was, I learned a lot. And if I, 
If I was going to talk about it with anyone, it would probably be you. So thanks, man. Uh, from no. me, just uh, let me see if I can change the scene here. Uh, we'll go to that one. Uh, from me, just to say uh, thank you to everybody for watching. If you want to know how to find me on social media, exclamation mark social in the chat. I uh, want to thank Simon for taking his personal time to be on the podcast this evening. Uh, really enjoy collaborating in whatever realm and, you know, sense that we can. So thank you, Simon. And uh, thank you for being a part of the channel. Thank you for being a part of the journey. Please stay awesome and we'll see you guys in the next one. Have a fabulous night. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next week. Yeah.